right, welcome back. Mike Smith here with you as we continue our coverage and analysis of the COVID-19 pandemic. Let's talk about some of the government assistance programs, including the big one that is rolling out today, and that is the Canada Emergency Response Benefit, $2,000 a month for up to four months for workers who lose their income as a result of this pandemic. But man, I mean, there are so many programs out there. I thought, let's go to an expert here and get some advice and get set to call him up in the open line. Lior Zamfuru is an employment lawyer, uh, very well known to CKNW listeners for his employment law show. Lior, thanks a lot for coming on. Great to be with you, Mike. Okay, um, this Canada Benefit program that's rolling out today, what do you think about this and what are you hearing from people about this program and the way it's working so far today? So, so far, so good. And you can imagine the, the sheer volume of people applying for it. I, the one thing I want to, uh, all your listeners to understand that right now it's really the honor system when it comes to applying for this. And that's why it's been so easy. As long as you say that you qualify, as long as you say that you've lost your job as a result of the COVID virus and you've earned more than $5,000, you will get the money. You will automatically get approved simply because the government has decided that they need to get this, this benefit to as many people as possible. They don't have time to vet these applications. But my concern here is that some people that either don't understand the criteria may apply for it and get the money or may do so deliberately. But at some point, Mike, they're going to have to pay the piper because at some point, CRA is going to turn around, you know, when we're all out of this mess and say, okay, now we need the proof. Now we need to know that you did qualify. And for those people that got the benefit when they shouldn't have gotten the benefit, there could be fines and penalties. So it's not as simple as just saying, hey, they're giving free money. I'm going to click the button and get it. You really want to be careful. Now, the other thing, though, that our, that listeners need to understand is that currently the way the benefit is structured is you would have had to have lost your income completely. And that is a huge problem because many individuals are still working. They're just making a lot less income. Uh, their hours or their pay has been cut. And right now, as it's currently structured, they wouldn't qualify for this benefit at all. And that's that's not acceptable. And I think that's unfair, which is why we're starting to hear that the government is talking about changing that. But right now, yeah. you really only qualify for it, Mike, if you've lost your income completely. Okay, I'm going to read out the open phone line numbers right now, Liar, because I suspect there's a lot of people out there who are interested in these programs and they may have a lot of questions for them. So if you have a question about the government assistance programs that have been rolled out, how to qualify, how to apply, how much money is available, when you would get the money, phone me right now, 604-280-9898 is the number, 604-280-9898. On your cell phone, star 9898, toll free on your cell. Lior Zamfiro is my guest. You mentioned that, let's, let's talk, dig a little deeper into the, the qualification process for this uh, uh, Canada benefit, uh, emergency benefit, Lior. You mentioned that your situation is you've lost your income completely. What was that thing you mentioned about $5,000? You have to have a minimum $5,000 income in order to right, previously so- to qualify? Exactly. To qualify for the benefit, you either would have had to have had at least $5,000 in 2019 or over the last 12 months, the 12 months before you've applied. So there's that minimum threshold. So if you had, for example, just started a job shortly before this virus had uh, had hit and now you lost your job, and because of that, maybe, you're, maybe you were off, maybe you're on a leave or unemployed, so you did not earn $5,000 in the previous 12 months, you would actually not qualify. So there is that that minimum threshold, that $5,000 in order to qualify for the benefit. Okay, and you also mentioned that when you go online to register for this particular program, 
you don't have to present proof yet, right? Like you're saying, like the proof would come later. So it's not like they're saying, okay, you say you've lost your job. I want to see your separation statement or a letter from your employer. You just got to click and then you start collecting the money. And that's very different than what people are used to with respect to EI, employment insurance. You need to have a record of employment. You need to have that document to show what you've worked, how much you were earning, why you were let go. So that's the document that you need. None of that applies when it comes to the CERB because there's the vetting of an application would delay getting money so long. Number one, I don't think there's the manpower that the government has to actually vet these applications at this point. And number two, it would delay late getting people paid so yeah. right now there is no vetting anyone that says I qualify gets the money but at some point maybe when you file your taxes later this year or next year then there's gonna be some information that the government's gonna require uh, and then I don't think they're gonna have much of a sense of humor when it comes to people getting the benefit when they shouldn't be getting it so it really is something you have to be careful with right so don't try to cheat is, is that be your advice? Like, don't try to game the system here and say, oh, man, I've got free money here. I'm going to take it. If you don't qualify, they'll catch you later. There's no such thing as free money. Uh, and not only will they catch you later and you'll have to pay it back, fines, penalties, interest, it can end up being more than the money that you've actually received. Very bad idea. Uh, and I think the government has already warned people that down the road we're going to make you prove. But for now, we just need to get money in people's pockets. Speaking of Lior Zamfira, like you mentioned that, one of the goals of the government here, I think, is they want to get this money into people's hands quickly in order to in inject this money into the economy as we try to get, get through this nightmare here. So I guess that's why they've structured it this way. What if you're already, let's say you're working part-time right now and you're making, let's say you're only making 1500 bucks a month, and then suddenly you see the government is offering 2000 a month if you've lost your job. Do you think some people could be tempted to kind of quit their job and take the 2000 but you, you wouldn't be eligible then right like if you voluntarily quit your job you, you're not you don't qualify for this right you wouldn't qualify at all yeah. but what i have seen and i've already started seeing this is employees asking their employer to lay them off oh. so that they can get the benefit and the government has said that their goal ultimately throughout this process is to find a way to keep as many people employed as possible what this yeah. this benefit actually gives people no incentive to continue working. I had a, a an employer call me today saying that I want to keep people working, but I have less hours for them, and no one wants to work because they want to be laid off to get this benefit. That's not a good idea, and I'm not blaming the government for this. They had to make decisions in a very short period of time, but I, I am at least uh, hopeful and, and uh, optimistic that they're understanding that there's this gray area here, uh, okay. which is not a good idea, and hopefully they're going to change that very quickly. 604-280-9898 is the number to call. Star 9898 on your cell. Let's take some calls here. Hi, Mark. Oh, hey. Uh, what if you have two jobs where, or you had two jobs where one closed down and they sent an ROE in, and, uh, and, but your second job, you've been notified that it's going to be closing down in three weeks from now. Do you qualify for the CERB in three weeks from now? 
Yes, you yeah. would only qualify it once that second job is no longer there, once you're not earning income. So even though you may have already seen a reduction in income because you did lose that one job, you would not qualify for the CERB. And, I, and the same would be in a situation where you've had two jobs and one is continuing just fine, the other one is gone completely, still you would not qualify because right now that, that line in the sand requires you to have had no income earned whatsoever. Let's go to April on the open line. Hi, April. Hi. Hi. I was just wondering, um, I do meet the $5,000 threshold you need to meet, but I was a full-time student, and I was planning on working in the summer as a full-time job to save up as well, but that's not possible now, and because I'm a full-time student, I don't qualify for EI, which means I wouldn't qualify for the CRB. Is there any other programs or anything I can do about that? So you're absolutely correct, and one of the things the government has said that they're looking to do is they're looking to uh, address this situation so that uh, students that would have expected to work would, would qualify. So right now, yeah. they're, they're, that's not an option. There are going to be uh, deferrals on student loans, so hopefully to allow you to reduce some of the exposure or the financial liabilities that you have as a student. But there isn't any government uh, funding that allows you, but the government has said that there may make changes to that. So that could right. all be very different in the next day or two. But other than deferring some of those expenses that you've had, there really isn't a program that you would qualify for at, at this moment. Okay, I'm going to jump in there. That was a good question and a great answer because Trudeau said that this morning. He said he's heard the calls from students who might not be able to get a summer job now, and he said they're working on something for you too. So there are people falling through the cracks here, and the government kind of, I guess, trying to patch the cracks up. So here's what we'll do. We'll take a break, come back, and let's just keep this going. So if you got question, phone me right now, 604-280-9898 is the number. 604-280-9898, star 9898 on your cell. Employment lawyer Lior Zamfiro is my guest. Your call's next. Garnett, Hi. Hello, Mike. Uh, Mike and Leo, appreciate you taking my call. I'm self-employed. I easily meet the requirements of um, of you know the revenue that you had to make both this year and last year. Um, but I I don't take a salary. I am self-employed, but I pay my money goes into my business account, and I pay myself by way of dividends. So it's you know uh, dividends every every quarter. Um, but now my business is cut off because it's face-to-face, in-person meetings with up to 10 people um, in the room at the same time. So we've obviously canceled all of the meetings that are coming forward. So there's been zero revenue coming in. Would I qualify for, the, for either one of the programs that are available? Yes. Uh, even though you're not getting regular income, you're paying yourself through dividends, which is a very common, obviously, practice for self-employed individuals, you would still be able to qualify. It's still considered income for the purposes uh, of the CERB benefit, which means if you're not earning this income now, there's no work, then you would qualify for the CERB benefit, and you soon, you're able to apply for that this week. Okay, thank you for the call. He mentioned either one. Like, What, what's the, what are the other options for people out there? Well, the, the other option here, the, the BC uh, government has implemented the uh, emergency benefit, uh, which would allow individuals to get up to $1,000. Uh, so that is another benefit that's available. We don't have a lot of uh, information, unlike with the CRB, that's been a bit more developed. Uh, but that's the other benefit that would apply here. Can you collect both of them? Uh, yes, you can collect both of them. Uh, the, the BC government has said, absolutely. Let's go to Layla on the open line. Hi. Yeah, hi. hi. I'm uh, I'm owner of the laundromat and a very small business in Tuasin, but mainly my customers are from Point Robert. Hmm. 
Okay. And now there's nearly half the income. So I don't know what what to do, where to apply. Would you, would, is there any assistance for her, Lior? So there, there really isn't. Uh, I mean, it, there may be assistance if, in terms of helping you pay your employees. There's the subsidies uh, yeah. program that the government has instituted, but it doesn't necessarily help you in terms of the revenue that you're making as a business owner. Uh, th- there would be no benefit available to you because you're still earning income. We were talking about that earlier. Uh, so unfortunately, right now, there's tax deferrals that you can apply for, uh, and, and the government said you don't have to pay any tax, taxes owed till September. You don't have to file your taxes right now. You can defer that. So that may help you a bit in terms of delaying some of those expenses that you may have. But in terms of getting compensation directly from the government, there really would not be a, benef- a benefit to apply yeah. in this specific situation. Let's go to Leona on the open line. Hi. Hi. Good morning. Um, for employees that are choosing not to come to work for fear of catching COVID-19 for because they have to take transit and those sorts of things, um, we were doing their ROEs as a leave of absence. Are they now having to apply for the CERB or should they continue to apply for EI? So that's a that's a very good question. The, the reality is that an employee is still expected to go to work as long as they can practice proper social distancing at work and as long as the, the, there's meaningful work for them to do. And a lot of employees may say, well, I'm not comfortable going into work. But unless there's a, a specific medical condition that says they cannot work, they're still expected to work, uh, even in this situation. That said, if an, as an employer you wish to, to provide them some help and you, you provide them with a, a layoff notice, they can apply for the CERB in that situation. But again, strictly speaking, that's not what the CERB is for. The CERB right. is not for situations where individuals are not comfortable going to work, even though that's perfectly understandable. It's where they have no say in the matter and their position is either le- le- terminated permanently or temporarily. But right. if you do so, give them a layoff notice, that's different. Yeah. So, I mean, she said she's been giving them a leave of absence notice that you would not qualify then. No, you would not qualify a leave of absence because that suggests that the employee is the one driving it, and and then it's more something that the employee is doing as opposed to the employer is doing. It would actually have to be a notice of layoff to qualify for the CERB. Uh, Lior, we got a ton more calls. Sadly, we're out of time, so we'll have to do this again. We'll bring you back in, okay? Anytime. My pleasure. Okay, let's do it. Is there a website? You got a website there you want to? That's right. We created a, a website specifically dealing with this. It's covidrights.ca that, that has pretty much all the information we have about the different programs that it's available. It's covidrights.ca. Thanks for coming on. Anytime. That's employment lawyer Lior Zamfiru. This is Mike Smith. Thanks a lot for all your calls. We'll have to do that again because there's a lot of questions that people have. So we'll have Lior back and we'll do this again for sure because a lot of people did not get through.